This episode is sponsored by Tumbleweed Textiles. Tumbleweed Textiles t-shirts, hats, tanks, sweatshirts, collared shirts, plus houseware items, and so much more are authentically Texan. Their unique designs are hand-drawn and inspired by Texas music, history, food, and fun. Find the latest from Tumbleweed Textiles online at shoptwt.com, or better yet, visit the Tumbleweed Textiles flagship store in the heart of the Rail District on Main Street in Frisco, Texas. And now, back to the show. Welcome to Hustle and Pro. I'm your host, Kelly Walker, and welcome to our guest today. It's Ryan Holloway, President and CEO of Peak Sports Management. Welcome. Hi, Ryan. Hey, it's awesome to be here. Appreciate you, uh, you having me on. I appreciate you being on, Zooming with us today. So here's the thing. I've known about you and heard about you and actually met you probably five or six years ago. And from day one, all I've heard are really good things from everyone in the community, especially in the baseball circles. Um, and so, you know, I know you're a baseball guy and I, I don't know a ton about you. And we're going to get into all things like Frisco classic and talk a little bit about that. But first I kind of want you to just tell me your own personal, like what's your sports background personally? Absolutely. So we, we do need to hang out more often, but that is a testament that they, they say you should hire people better than you. And so I've got a really good crew that has, has spent a lot more time with you because they're the folks that are actually getting stuff done. Um, so I, so I, I graduated college from, from Texas State. It was Southwest Texas at the time back in, in 2002 and was always very passionate about, about sports. And, um, you know, in college, I, I didn't play other than uh, I was a dodgeball and, and uh, you know, flag football star, I guess you could, you could call it that just an intramurals, but I finished up with a finance degree and, and, and chased, you know, the, the dream of being this financial advisor, making a ton of money and, and doing all of that. But what, what they, you know, the old adage is, you know, you need to chase, chase your passion and money will, money will certainly follow. Sure. And, um, and the problem was I was chasing money and there was no passion there. And so um, you know, you, you fast forward a few years and uh, the, the, the financial thing wasn't like, I just wasn't passionate about it. And then for some reason, I went to go work for a distributor for ExxonMobil selling oil lubricants. What was I doing there? That didn't what, make you happy? It did not make me happy. And uh, I was laid off from that supply chain issues with Hurricane Katrina. And, and that was the moment where I, I knew exactly what I needed to do. And that was to get into to, to college athletics. And so I went back and, and started my master's at, at, at Texas State and, um, and and just worked my tail off, showed up and and, uh, and, and, and really went from there. So that was uh, really 2006, 2005, 2006 and um, worked there for, for a couple of years with the desire of I eventually wanted to become a, 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 a director of athletics for a, for a division one institution. Um, but what I realized was that just takes a ton. And, uh, and so while, while, while doing that, I, I found this niche where I really enjoyed sponsorship sales. And, and so you fast forward all the way to, to 2012 and my wife, Karen, and I decided to start our own business, Peak Sports Management. And we've been very fortunate. We, we started with our first school, Central Arkansas, managing their sponsorship sales. Basically, what we do there is we, we offer these institutions 
uh, a cash guarantee and then we need to sell more than the guarantee so we can make money. So uh, right now we're up to 24 schools we work with. Uh, been doing this for, for nine years and then really it started off as kind of a pet project, pet passion thing is like, man, there's a void of, of, of college baseball in the Metroplex. You know, you got yeah. a couple of schools um, that, that are around the area, but there's just this void and it's a hotbed. And so yep. that's when we came up with the idea of, of starting the Frisco Classic, hosting it at the beautiful ballpark here in Frisco. And yes. uh, and uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. And geez, we're, we're starting our sixth Frisco Classic this year. or, or having it. And, and it's been really, really exciting to, to see that thing grow. Yeah, I love it. It's a fun event. Like you said, it does fill that void. Um, I mean, we have colleges around, um, but it isn't, you're not getting this baseball feel out of it all the time. Um, you know, and up here in Frisco, we have a lot of pro sports in different levels. And so we get a lot of baseball, but we don't get the college level. So having that tournament has been really fun. Um, my family's a they want since day one we've been there um even in the in, even in the rainy years when it's you know cold and rainy it's still fun to sit there and watch baseball so um I want to get into some of the teams and different things too but I also want to know more you mentioned your wife um a little bit about some of the the why behind you guys's partnership so I know that you've partnered with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation um through the the Round Rock Classic and Frisco Classic um, to raise money and build awareness so um, what is that partnership about and what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so my, my wife's niece, which is my niece, uh, Avery, uh, Avery has cystic fibrosis and, um, you know, it's, a, it's an ailment that, um, that uh, it really kind of attacks the, the, uh, the, the lungs. And the, the crazy thing about it is if you looked at Avery, Avery's, jeez, uh, oh, what is she, 13, 13, 14 years old, 13, um, you look at her, she's completely healthy. She plays volleyball. You look at her like she's got a, a incredible life ahead of her. Um, but right now, uh, the, the, the life expectancy of somebody with, with CF, it's, it's been moving up, but we're, we're getting really close to 40, right? So um, I'm 41. And this means that I wouldn't, you know, and, and so it's, it's, they call it the silent killer. People don't really see, see it coming on, but uh, they found it early on, and, and so she does treatments all the time. But it's one of those things where, and there's a lot of really good causes out there. But we knew we had a really good platform to to tell the story of what cystic fibrosis is, what it what what's going on with it, and then we obviously raise money. That's that's a part of it. That's something that's really really important to us. Yeah, you guys have raised a lot of money over the years, so um, I love that part of it. Is that it isn't just you know you're not just buying a ticket and showing up just to watch. There's there's that element of it and then the personal connection with you guys. So absolutely, I, I love that part. I think that's um, really special. All right. So I want to, I'm going to read through a list of some of the past teams that have been at Frisco classic. So people listening, whether you're in Frisco or not, there's probably a team on here that you either are connected to in some way. So these are some of the teams just to give you an idea of what's uh, what's been brought into Frisco for college baseball. So some of the past teams, Arizona, Arkansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, La Tech, Texas Tech, Mississippi State, Sam Houston State, UCLA, Illinois, Dallas Baptist, and Missouri. And then this year it is. Do you want to say the four this year? Are you sure? Uh, okay, Wichita, you go ahead. Yeah, Wichita State, Iowa, Washington State, and Texas A&M. Yes. 
So I love that you, there's usually a Texas mixed, a Texas school mixed in there, right? Is that done on purpose? How do you guys even go about planning out who these four teams are? Absolutely. So what's wild is we're working on schedules for 25, 26, 27. Wow. Uh, So we're ways out that the scheduling, um, it's pretty complex. So we've got to have a, a team from, from, from four different conferences, right. And we try to find the blend of really good teams. So there's a metric in, in college baseball called RPI. Um, it takes, it's a computer ranking. Um, so teams want to play against, um, they want to play against teams with high RPI, right. But we also need to sell tickets, right. We're trying to raise some money for CF. We're also trying to cover our expenses, and, and so we need to find a blend of, of schools that are going to help us sell tickets and then really good baseball programs. So we, we, we couple all that with, we look at alumni bases that are here in the, in the DFW area. And, and we try to look at, at, at those to, to, to fill that need for them. Um, and, and I will tell you this, like using Iowa as an example, there's not a ton of Iowa baseball fans, especially Iowa baseball fans that are here, but there are a ton of, uh, and I don't blame them. Watching baseball in in in, in uh, Iowa in February, March, April, it, it's brutal, right? But those folks are huge football fans, huge basketball fans. But yeah. if they can see their their black and yellow here in person, they're going to come out and, and support their their Hawkeyes. And so um, people really, are really. It's really, really funny that you pulled out that one school of all schools to bring up. My entire in law family. Are from they're from Iowa, and that's exactly how they are. I mean, we don't go back and forth much. They do a little bit, but um, if there's a game here where they can see the Hawkeyes play, we will will be there. Even yep. when we do, you know, the Texas Legends, like if it's a G League team that's from Iowa, like they will, you know, go support. So that's funny that of all the examples that you pulled out of that list, that's my household. We're we're Red Raiders, and we'll go to the Iowa games. Absolutely, yeah. Love it. Yeah. So you have to find that blend though, is what you were saying with local, <laughs> the local feeders. Cause you're, when you say that local alumni base, you're, that's the, the A&M, UT, Baylor, Tech, um, San Houston State. I mean, I'm sure there's others that I. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's, it's wild. You know, even, even schools that, that you wouldn't think of like a, a Mississippi state, they've mm-hmm. got a, a, a pretty large alumni base that's, that's here. Wichita State, you know, Wichita is six hours from here. Um, if you look on a map, I mean, yeah, you got Oklahoma City a little bit further down. You, you know, you got Kansas City a little bit further up. But a major hub, you know, it, really the only thing between Chicago and here is, you know, is Wichita. So a lot of folks are coming down to Dallas. Um, yeah. So they have a large alumni base here. Um, so we're, we're excited about excited about that and, and just trying to find that good, that good blend, right, of, of, of the two. And now let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. For one-on-one tutoring for every student, all ages, and all subjects, call Tutor Doctor. They even make house calls. They provide in-home or online learning for all types and all goals. And don't forget Tutor Doctor for SAT and ACT test prep. So call for your free consultation today. 972-703-9344 or go to tutordoctor.com slash frisco. Tutor Doctor, how learning hits home. And let's get back to the show. Here's more with our guest Ryan Holloway of Peak Sports Management. Tournament. So um, just to kind of reset since I didn't say this off the top, but the Frisco Classic is an early season 
NCAA D1 college baseball tournament with four premier teams, two games over the three-day period. So these are double header um, format. Has it always been that way since year one? It has. So uh, the, the only exception was last year, COVID year. Um, these teams were struggling to get um, – that's getting the nitty gritty, but they're just struggling to get some midweek games scheduled. So yeah. we, we played that one Thursday through Sunday. So these teams could get an extra game in, but, but yeah, so all, all the games are predetermined. So it's a round rock, it's a round Robin style. So the fans, what they like about it is if, if, if they're a Washington state fan, they're like, wow, the Cougars are here. They know exactly what time they're playing every single day. Yeah. So it lacks that tournament feel of winner plays winner but it, it, it's lined out that way. So every day you got two games and then over the course of the weekend, every everybody's going to play each other. So there's six total games, but each team will only play three. And it, it's been a great format. It, it's modeled after the schedule. And this is something that, that our fans um, are, are, are typically not in tune with, and they wouldn't really be this way, but our, um, our tournament guide that we share with them, it, it, it's, it's virtually taken directly from the NCAA uh, uh, tournament guide. And what is that? It's down to how are you arriving to the stadium? Uh, what locker rooms do you have pregame? What dugouts are you in? What is your practice schedule like? Um, who, who gets to take infield first? And so these teams, when they come here, you know, if, if, if Texas A&M has success throughout the season and they go to an NCAA regional, that is going to be the same format that they're going to follow. And so we want to get these guys ready for NCAA regionals, which is what they're shooting for. How long are they usually in town? I'm always fascinated. Like with all the Frisco, you know, we just um, went through the winter season of, of the FCS championship games and things like that. So I'm always fascinated with how long they're in town before their games. How many days, a couple of days that these teams come in and hang out in Frisco and get to experience what we have? Absolutely. So, so everybody's coming in on Thursday and then they, they depart on Sunday. Um, so Thursday kind of depends on, um, where, where they're coming from and, and that's where we assign their their uh their practice schedules also depends if they're playing an early game on friday we want to make sure they don't have the late practice game on on uh their uh, late practice time on on thursday right and, and, and so then on, on sunday whenever their games are over they're, they're getting out but when we set our schedule a lot of that is dictated by the uh it, it can be dictated by the by the sunday travel schedule you know uh, teams like Washington State and Iowa, they're going to have to get on planes, right? And so we can't have them play in the late game, and it's like, oh, geez, are we going to miss our flight or whatever? So they're playing the early games, and then we reverse engineer it from there. Um, and, you know, we want to have key marquee matchups on, on Friday and Saturday night uh, to, to accommodate the fans. But, yeah, so they're coming in Thursday um, and then staying through, through Sunday. And we've set a lot of really cool things up for them to go out to different places to experience Frisco. Um, I mean, gee, Sports City USA, it's, it's a really good place to be. It is. Uh, so so the, 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 the coaches really like it here because a lot of – tons of direct flights either into, into Love Field or DFW, very easy to get to, um, playing in a beautiful ballpark. Um, it's a really good place for them to recruit. So a lot of times what you'll see is, you know, a team could have a practice time on, on Thursday from, you know, 2 to 3.30 – that evening, the coaches could go off and, and go recruit the area. Ah. And that's, a, that's a big part of it as well. I never thought about that. Yeah, that makes sense. One of the hashtags you guys use um, when you market and talk about your tournament is best outside of Omaha, which I love that because it's one of our, you know, our family would love to be able to, to 
go to Omaha and watch these tournaments. And I always have a thing like, I want to, I want to go to spring training and all, all these different things, but it doesn't happen in reality. You have little kids and it's hard to get away and all that. And so I love that we have high quality baseball tournaments we can watch here in Frisco, but, um, you know, talk to me about, about where that came from. And if, if that is, you know, one of your goals of the tournament is giving a, the fans and also the players and teams that like experience of, of being in the big tournament. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of, we, we didn't take this idea, but it, somebody's asked me before and, and I, I saw a Bucky's billboard and I said, this is why. So when you see the Bucky's billboard, it says they got clean bathrooms, right? And you go to Bucky's, they got clean bathrooms. Yes. And, and, and so yeah. whoever decided to do that, they said, we are going to put this out. And because we put it out, we have to live to it. And so for us, we wanted the, the game experience for the fans and their student athletes, coaches, everything to be the best outside of Omaha. And so we just put that out into the world and said, all right, let's, let's embrace it. So what, what is that? So it's, it's really good baseball um, to, to watch. It's good in game atmosphere. Um, what I mean by that, it's just a really good regional type of a feel where you're going to have fan bases wearing different colors, right? Um, Rough Riders do an excellent job. There's definitely Rough Rider fans, but they don't care if they're playing the Midland Rockhounds. But in this case, there's going to be fans from Iowa that are going to be having some fun uh, smack talk with people from Texas a in there, and they're going to be wearing their colors, which is cool. Sure. From the player's perspective, they're playing on an awesome field, like just an absolutely beautiful field. Diamond Dave uh, with the Rough Riders does an excellent job. It is. It can't, you couldn't have found a better ballpark. Right. No, like it, our, it, yes, it is. It is a great experience here. Yeah. Absolutely. And then and then we treat it like a bowl game in the sense that all, all the, the players and coaches, they get they get player gifts. And it's a really cool, really cool experience. Um, and, and so they they leave and they're like, wow, this is awesome. You know, and then you fast forward and, and ideally in, in early June, they're playing in NCAA regional and they're ready. You know, they understand, hey, we've arrived at a park just like this and we're going to be playing in front of an atmosphere like we played back in Frisco. And so they're, they're ready. So that is to us the best outside of Omaha. And you expanded from Frisco classic to round rock classic. I mentioned that earlier. That's a couple years old. Is that right? Just a few It years is. This will be our third season. So we've done okay. it twice. Okay. Probably a rough couple years that, you know, that you had to start with, with what we, what the world has been dealing with the last few marches. Um, but is that also in March? I know I'm going to talk about the Frisco classic dates in a minute, but is round rock at the same time? Or, so it's, it's one week before. It's actually the okay. last week of February. We, okay. we were blessed our first year uh, down there that, um, man, we, we, we got both tournaments in and then the, the world shut down like a week later. Okay. Extremely, so you, extremely, extremely yeah. blessed by, by both of those. Yes. Um, and, and then, uh, you know, we were so given that we were, uh, you know, 11 and a half months after the pandemic started. And so um, we understood things a, a lot better. Uh, the, the NCAA that we have to work pretty closely with, at least on the rules, like in, in the conferences that these folks are, are, are from, mm -hmm. uh, of understanding the standards that we needed to follow uh, for, for the pandemic. And so we were able to work through a lot of, a lot of those things. So we, we were very fortunate that, that, uh, that we were still able to raise money and actually cover all of our expenses last year, given the yeah. pandemic. That is good timing because yeah. I mean, on the flip side, there's, you know, like March Madness tournament that was right after, and, and even some of our local basketball here that was stopped, like literally, you know, as players are on courts and stuff. Yep. So I'm glad you guys didn't have to deal with, with those issues in logistics. Um, 
One other hashtag I want to ask you about, because I've seen this a couple of times around you is hashtag keep climbing. What is yep. that? Absolutely. So uh, our keep climbing. So our other side, so these, these classics, uh, Frisco and Round Rock, they reside under peak events. Um, that, that's our company that oversees events. Our other side of, of the house is peak sports. And, uh, and so we manage sponsorship rights for, for a bunch of different institutions across the, the country. So keep climbing. That, that's, that's been our hashtag from day one for that is that we just understand that we just got to keep climbing. We got to keep after, you know, peak the mountains, all okay. that type of thing. It's a corporate it, mantra. It's that. a corporate mantra, okay. right? Um, I didn't put two and two together. Got it. It, it. Exactly. So the idea is that it doesn't matter. You just got to keep at it, right? You gotta, you gotta wake up every single day and do it. And yep. you gotta keep, going. Um, keep you gotta that. defeat yourself. You gotta defeat the mountain, whatever, whatever it is. So keep after it. I love it. That's great. I think yeah. I saw it on your LinkedIn or email signature or maybe both. And so I thought, what, what is that about? Just wanted to check. So it makes perfect sense. It's perfect right on brand. I just didn't put two and two together. Absolutely. All right. So Frisco Classic is coming up March 4th, 5th, and 6th. Um, and that is at Writers Field. We mentioned Rough Riders here in Frisco. Writers Field um, used to be Dr. Pepper Ballpark. It is the beautiful field that you see at the Tollway in 121 when you head into, just get into Frisco by Ikea. Um, yeah, so head to friscoclassic.com to find your tickets. And like we said, double headers, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So once you get in, you can see both games with one ticket price. Right, Ryan? I don't want to miss Yeah, for, for, for as low as $10, you can get yeah. in. Yeah, I love it. That's another thing. I mean, we take our college friends and our current baseball team friends, and it's just a really fun time. And you get to see a lot of baseball and make a day of it. Make a weekend of it if you want. And it's great for kids and it's a family-friendly environment and, you know, it's a good weekend. So everybody head to frisgoclassic.com, check out your tickets. And yeah, so Ryan, thanks. I just, uh, I haven't had this long of a chat with you before. So I'm excited to meet you and have this conversation. You're welcome back anytime. Well, I appreciate it. And this has been fun and uh, looking forward to uh, great weather, great baseball and everybody having fun out there. Likewise, I will be there. I will be there for all six games for sure. I look forward to it. Awesome. And yeah, and thank you for joining us. However, you're listening to this episode of Hustle and Pro or watching us on YouTube, be sure to subscribe so you'll get notifications on the next episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.